happened. And welcome in. It's Mile High Magazine, and I am Murphy Houston. Happy Sunday. Hope you're safe. Hope you're healthy. Wearing a mask, social separating, washing your hands, all we need to do, and COVID shots on the way. It's my honor to have Major Richard Pease of the Salvation Army with me today. Major, how are you? I'm doing well, Murphy. How are you today? And Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, you too. Merry Christmas. And we love the Salvation Army. You know, I'm a big supporter, and I love talking about it, especially this time of year, because we know this is your time of year to raise money for all the great things you do right now during the holidays, correct? It is. Uh, this is when we raise the majority of our, our do the majority of our fundraising, uh, not only for Christmas, but for the year. So what are you guys doing to help rescue Christmas this year with the COVID and everything? What's going on? Well, we've got a lot happening. Uh, we're still doing our traditional uh, Christmas toy distribution uh, in a slightly different format thanks to the COVID, but uh, we're working to provide 18,000 toys to children across Denver Metro. Uh, and then something else we're doing this year that we uh, do traditionally every year is we have a congregate meal on Christmas Eve this uh, Thursday. Um, normally at the convention center this year we're doing that as a delivery meal uh, so that we can get 2200 meals out to folks without uh, being worried about exposing them to to covid and being able to do social distancing and whatnot how the heck are you going to deliver 2200 meals on christmas eve well, we have lots of volunteers that are wow. uh, helping us out, and uh, we're doing it at uh, shelters, at our uh, some senior residences, and some other programs across the city. Uh, it's really folks working together to bring the meals to where people are at, rather than uh, expecting them to kind of come to us at the convention center. That's spectacular. You guys, I don't know how you do it, the Salvation Army. I mean, you guys are everywhere, and you never let people down. We, we try not to, and uh, the way we do it is with the support of the community and uh, volunteers that come out and help us uh, rescue Christmas and do the most good. And if I'm not mistaken, that toy drive, isn't that the one you're doing with my buddy uh, Jeremy Hubbard and Fox 31? It is. Uh, it's going on through the 20th. Um, so if you've, uh, you've still got some time uh, today to get some toys out to us, you can drop them off at a Macy's. Uh, you can drop them off at our warehouse in Aurora, or you can just give us a call. Um, if you don't want to get out and shop, you can go to DenverMetroRedKettle.org and make a cash donation, and we will make sure that uh, toys get to children on Christmas Eve. But today, today would be like the 20th. This is the day. You better yes. get it done right now. Yeah, I sorry, my days run together. Uh, it's uh, that time of the year. Well, today it is. is the day. Yeah. So uh, if if you're going to go out today uh, and do some last minute shopping, you can get a gift, or uh, the easiest way, just make a gift online at denvermetroredkettle.org. Good idea. So tell me, what is the Salvation Army seeing this year in terms of need? It's got to be unbelievable. It is. Um, our need is up about 155 uh, percent in the Denver metro area. Yeah, so uh, we are seeing a big increase. Folks who've never had to come to us before for help are uh, coming to the Salvation Army this year, and uh, certainly that I think is uh, directly um, related to the effect of the pandemic and all the different things that are going on. So. Um, You know, need is way up, and uh, we certainly, if we work together, we can rescue Christmas for everybody. Of course you can. But let's talk specifically, what kind of need is there? What are we, is it clothing, housing, food, all of the above? Uh, well, the majority of things we're seeing are uh, folks coming to us for food. Uh, so we've given out 40, over 40,000 food boxes since uh, March, and uh, that's a significant number. We continue to see folks coming to us for food. Uh, we're also providing rent and utility assistance. Uh, as you know, um, one of the impacts of the econ- economic downturn is there layoffs and those kind of things, and sure. folks still need to uh, be able to pay their rent. And so we're working with folks to help make sure they don't get evicted. Well, how do 
people that might be listening right now that need that kind of help. How do they get it from you guys at the Salvation Army? Sure. They can visit our website at imsalvationarmy.org, and all the uh, information is right there, uh, including the number for our connection center where they can call in and we can connect them uh, with the Salvation Army unit nearest them in the Denver metro area or with one of our case managers who uh, can do some, the majority of the, the work uh, over the phone and through virtual meetings so that we're not uh, having to worry about uh, corona making an impact. Well, and, and you know, sometimes people, if this is the first time they've had a need, they might be a little embarrassed. Oh, I'm not going to be able to do it. They should just just do it. Don't you agree? I would agree. If if you need help, uh, we are here to help, and we don't uh, we don't judge people. We don't want people to feel like, well, there are others that are uh, may need it more than we do. Uh, if you need help, we don't want to see anyone uh, be out on the street uh, or get evicted or not have enough to eat. Uh, we're all in this together as uh, Americans, and we should all work together to help one another out. Well, and you guys certainly do that, and you have for a long, long time. You guys do such a great job with the homeless, and this time of year it's cold, and maybe there's more people out there as, again, because of the COVID. Do you find that? Because I know you have people on the streets looking to help homeless people. We do. Um, We're finding that our shelters are full, as are those of our partners here in the Denver metro area, and uh, we are working, excuse me, we are working with other agencies to make sure that uh, even folks that um, may not be able to get into a shelter, that we're working on getting them into permanent housing. Uh, interestingly enough, our men's shelter, uh, Crossroads, in uh, downtown Denver, just in the last two weeks, we've been able to help uh, 30 men get from that uh, homeless housing situation into permanent housing that will uh, change their lives. And that is due to us uh, working with the community to help people get back on their feet. Well, congratulations on that. And I know one of the things, and I'll bet a lot of people don't know this, but you guys, you volunteers at the Salvation Army, you're literally on the streets at night looking to help homeless, aren't you? Uh, we are. Um, we do have some uh, case managers that go out. We do some outreach, um, and uh, we really just try to focus on finding th- those that uh, really are in need and get the need to them rather than waiting for them to come to us. Uh, we're talking with Major Richard Pease of the Salvation Army. And, Major, I'm kind of curious. You probably don't maybe even know the answer to this question, but with the COVID shots here now literally in Colorado, will you be involved or do you even know if you'll be involved helping the homeless get the COVID shots because they may not even know what's going on. Yeah, I think we'll be involved in uh, some form. We don't have all the details yet. We are uh, advocating on behalf of the homeless to um, get them uh, in a vaccine process. We're just not sure what that's going to look like yet. Well, I figured you might be involved with that. And let's talk about the biggest campaign you guys do. And everybody knows about the Red Kettle campaign and the COVID-19 is definitely affecting that, the Red Kettles. What are you doing about that? What's going on with the Red Kettle campaign? Well, we've done a few things. Uh, You're right. It is impacting our uh, iconic red kettle campaign, those uh, physical kettles out. We're down about 25% in our fundraising uh, through the kettles, and I think that's directly related to the fact there are fewer locations. Retail traffic is down a little bit. Uh, But we are, when you see those kettles, uh, we have uh, stringent uh, safety protocols into place. We're making sure that we check people's temperatures, our workers, that is, that we sanitize the kettles after donations, that we maintain social distancing. And then the other thing we're doing, uh, just to make it easier on folks, is we're really uh, pushing our virtual red kettle. And so folks can make donations online. I've mentioned it a couple times. It's that Denver 
denvermetroredkettle.org. It's an online kettle where not only can you make a donation, but you could actually become a bell ringer by starting your own kettle and encouraging your friends and neighbors to give to the Salvation Army here in Denver Metro. Well, that's a great way, especially if you've done the red kettle like I have with my family in the past and you're kind of afraid because of the COVID to be outside around people. What a great way to do it. Yeah, and you could even, uh, you know, make a little video of you ringing inside your house and then put it on your social media and have a link there to your online kettle. And uh, all of that funding comes right here to the Salvation Army in the Denver metro area. That's fantastic. I got to tell you, uh, the King Supers by my house, they do have a red kettle out front. And one of the best bell ringers, this fellow was there. I'll tell you what, he was drawing a crowd. I've never seen a better bell ringer. Fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. And he was just a volunteer. I asked him, I said, do you, do you, because sometimes you hire people to ring the bells, don't you? Haven't you in the past sometimes? Yeah, we do sometimes provide some uh, assistance in that way. You know, there's some people that can use a little extra income during the holidays, but we also depend on volunteers like the gentleman that you, uh, you uh, mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. He, he told me, I'm, well, I'm just a volunteer and I love doing this and I do it every year. And he was out there and people, he was, he was driving the red kettle, Major. I'll tell you, it was great to yeah. see it. So let's talk about fundraising. How's it going this year? I mean, this COVID's been around since, well, basically March and probably affecting you immediately. Tell us about what's going on. Well, um, like I mentioned, our red kettles are down about 25%. Uh, some of our other fundraising is kind of holding steady. Uh, the, the big impact for us has been working with our partners uh, here in Denver Metro. Uh, like I mentioned, we've been providing food boxes. We've also been providing about 1,000 meals three times a day to uh, hotel shelters that the city of Denver has set up. And uh, we're doing that in partnership with them. Certainly impacts our fundraising, uh, but it, you know we're seeing that the community is coming alongside and supporting us, and we're just grateful that people continue to see the value of the services that the Salvation Army provides and uh, support that in a, in a um, meaningful way by making gifts to us. And how can they do that? If they can't find you, there's got to be a website to go to. Yep, I think the easiest one to remember is that uh, DenverMetroRedKettle.org. Uh, you can make a kettle donation, and that goes to help all of that. Uh, you could also visit IamSalvationArmy.org, uh, the letter I and the letter M, not I am, but it's a little uh, play on words there. Uh, and you can find out not only how to give, but other information about the Salvation Army. Um, and what I would encourage folks to do, if you can, is it's nice to make a one-time gift, but if you could consider making a monthly gift, uh, there's a way to do that on both of those websites, and that would help us throughout the year because we do serve more than just at Christmas. Well, let's talk about that a little bit because people always want to know, okay, I love to help people, especially now. It sounds like a lot of people are stepping up, the people that are lucky enough not to be uh, having COVID-19, and they want to help people that are in those messes. Uh, Where do the donations go? Let's talk about that. Sure. Well, the donations that we raise here in Denver Metro stay right here in Denver Metro, and they help support our uh, programs like our, our men's shelter, our family uh, bridge housing. Uh, we have a program called Housing Now that works with families to uh, help them get stabilized after coming out of homelessness and uh, provide them with case management and uh, helping them move forward. Uh, we have a, a drug and alcohol rehabilitation program that uh, for men that helps, uh, helps them get through uh, addiction and stay clean and sober and uh, rebuild their lives. Uh, we also do uh, food boxes and food assistance throughout the year out of uh, five of our locations across Denver Metro. And all those donations that you give now and throughout the year uh, help us uh, to provide help and hope to those in need in those, uh, through those various locations. And you do work with the veterans too, don't you? 
We do. Uh, we have uh, part of our Harbor Light program, which is our drug and alcohol uh, addiction program, as a significant portion of veterans. We also find, uh, unfortunately, many of the men who come through our homeless shelter are veterans as well. And so we really uh, try to help them, get them connected with their VA benefits, uh, with a couple other agencies. We try to work together to help those veterans uh, get off the street and into um, into permanent housing. And I know uh, personally, I have uh, several relatives who are veterans, and I know uh, after making the sacrifices they made to end up homeless uh, would be a tragedy. And I think we need to work on helping our veterans uh, honor them, honor our veterans for the service they've given by helping them get back on their feet. I agree with you totally. It's just hard to believe after what they've done for us that they're homeless. I just yep. shake my head. Yeah, uh, I, I've talked to several of our men over at Crossroads, and uh, I, I will be honest, it just breaks my heart when I hear uh, many of them are uh, Iraq War veterans, whether it was the first one or the second one, uh, and they have uh, you know, sacrificed uh, their families, maybe uh, time away from home. I can't imagine doing that. Uh, and then they come back, and they end up living on the streets um, because they just need help and uh, seem to struggle to find it. And it's our privilege to be able to help those veterans get back on their feet. And if there's some out there now listening to us, some veterans, how do they reach out for help? What do they do? Go online? Can they... uh, the, yeah, the easiest way would uh, be to visit our website, imsalvationarmy.org, or to go over to our uh, Crossroads Men's Center um, in Rhino and uh, talk with a case manager there and see how we can help get them on the, on the road to recovery. Well, that's fantastic. And you know, it's also been a year of not just the COVID-19, but maybe the most horrific fires we've ever had here in the state of Colorado. And you guys were right there to help out, weren't you, the Salvation Army? We were. Uh, we partnered with some other agencies to provide uh, food support for um, for the uh, Cameron Peak fire. Uh, we also were providing meals as soon as the East Troublesome fire started and folks were being evacuated. Uh, we provided meals uh, every day for about two weeks to those that had been evacuated from that area. And uh, we also supported our first responders with a couple of the other fires around the state, uh, making sure that they had the, uh, the fuel they needed to be able to get out there and fight those fires and protect homes. Well, Major, before I let you go, let's back up a little bit. People are listening to this. Okay, where do we go to help with the Red Kettle campaign, the toy drive, all the information they need to reach out? Well, today, the easiest way to do it would be to go to denvermetroredkettle.org and make a, a donation right there online. You could do it before we're even done with this interview. Uh, it's that simple. You can do it from your phone, from a computer, uh, from a tablet. Uh, that would be the easiest way to help us out. If you're out and about today, you could be looking for uh, donation bins for toys. And, of course, from now through Christmas Eve, our iconic red kettles will be out at locations across Denver Metro. And uh, if you have a little spare change or some cash, and you want to drop it in there, we will make sure that our bell ringer is socially distanced from you, uh, wearing a mask and uh, sanitizing everything so that you can safely uh, donate to help rescue Christmas. And you can go to imsalvationarmy.org too, can't you? Yes, and you'll also find information there on how you can get help, not only at Christmas, but throughout the year. Well, Major Richard Pease, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for all you do right here in the Denver area in the state of Colorado, the Salvation Army, and happy holidays to you guys. Thanks very much, Murphy, and Merry Christmas to you. Yep, and you guys hang on. It's Mile High Magazine, a quick break, and we'll update what's happening with the COVID situation in the state of Colorado with Dr. John Douglas from Tri-County Health.